and has influenced much of the way the modern world thinks and acts. Although Germany had been settled for thousands of years, it became a single political entity only in 1871, when it was unified under Wilhelm I of Prussia by the statesman Otto von Bismarck. Who, then, are the German people? Where did they come from? And what are they like today? A good way to start is by taking a look at the land that has shaped the people. Geography Germany occupies a pivotal position in Central Europe, bounded to the north by the North Sea, Denmark and the Baltic Sea, to the east by Poland and the Czech Republic, to the south by Austria and Switzerland, and to the west by France, Luxembourg, Belgium and the Netherlands. So many neighbouring territories have always created a security problem, and with historically shifting borders, German-speaking populations have periodically found themselves incorporated into other countries. This is particularly true of the Alsace region of France and the German-speaking part of Switzerland. Until unification in 1871, the word Germany had been a geographical term, referring to an area occupied by small states ruled by priests and princes, and for much of its history under the dominance of Rome and the Holy Roman Empire that succeeded it. Germany has a wide variety of landscapes. There are three main geographical regions, the lowland plain in the north, the uplands in the centre, and a mountainous region in the south. The lowlands include several river valleys and a large area of heathland, the Lüneburger Heide, the oldest national park in Germany. At sea level on the North Sea and Baltic coasts, there are sand dunes, marshlands and several islands, including the North Frisian Islands, the South Frisian Islands, Rügen and Heligoland in the North Sea. The eastern part of the lowland plain is Germany's breadbasket, rich in agricultural land. Between Hanover in the north and the Main River in the south are Germany's uplands with low mountains, valleys and river basins. The mountains include the Taunus and Spessart ranges and the Fichtelgebirge in the east. The part of Germany best known to visitors is probably the southwestern mountain region, containing the Black Forest, Schwarzwald, where the famous Schwarzwälder Kirschtorte, a chocolate, cream, Kirsch and cherry cake comes from. In the far south are the Bavarian Alps, with Germany's highest peak, the Zugspitze, at 2,962 metres. The other major feature of the German landscape is its rivers. The most important of these is the Rhine, which rises in Switzerland and flows along the border with France, before entering Germany proper and eventually flowing out through the Netherlands to the North Sea. The Rhine is both a major water transportation network and home to some of Germany's most beautiful scenery. Magnificent fortress castles guard its banks. Vineyards cascade down the hill slopes to the river and its tributaries, the Mosel and the Neckar, yielding the grapes that produce the hocks and rieslings for which Germany is so well known. The Ruhr, traditional centre of German industry, is also a tributary of the Rhine. The Elbe, rises in the Czech Republic and flows northwest across the German plain to the North Sea, and the Danube, in German 
Dornau, rises on the eastern slopes of the Black Forest and flows eastward before entering Austria. The Order and Neisser rivers form the international border with Poland in the east. Other major rivers are the Main, the Weser and the Spree. There are many large lakes on the northeastern plain, but those in the mountainous south are more dramatic. The most famous of these is Lake Constance, Bodensee. Some 30% of the countryside is unspoiled woodland. About 80% of Germany is agricultural land. But the number of farms has diminished and agriculture makes up only 0.8% of the German economy, 2012 figures, and employs only 1.5% of the German workforce. Germany, historically and today, is a focal point of European interaction both through its...